Do you guys have anything? Anything? A cold open or for oh. jumping into the store? Yeah. Uh, I guess we could just jump right in, couldn't we? We could talk about how Olga's did not give me enough food and I paid for the, the enlarged version of the Euro and it was sad. Uh-huh. That does suck. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, that's rubbish. You get you get food and, and it's not enough? Like, what the fuck? You paid extra for extra food. I paid extra for extra food. I supersized it and still am hungry. Thanks, Obama. All right. I will say, going off that, though. <laughs> okay, good. No, that's what I want you to play off of. Listen, I said the thing, and this is what I want you to play off of. Go ahead. No, I'm just saying, when, I, when we were um, younger, me and my younger sister, Sarah, taught our youngest sister, who was probably like four or five at the time, to anytime something went wrong in life, say, thanks, Obama. So, oh, that's so good. It just it became the core of her humor. Um and so it's it's really great to hear a little four year old like spill their drink and and curse our former president. That is very good. That is very good. Um Yeah, there's not a transition off of that. So you find yourselves in the house of Siggy. And Obama comes to visit. Uh, I'm not doing an Obama impersonation. <laughs> I don't think I have one in me. Can we do an Obama episode, actually? Can he be alive in the regular campaign in the world? Oh, absolutely he's alive. You'll never meet him. Because I can't do an impersonation. I'm going to have to learn how to do an impersonation of Obama now, aren't I? The whole goal now is just to find Obama. <laughs> No, I'm just about to drop the actual plot line on you guys. Please, <laughs> don't get sidetracked right now. It's really sad because I did have some like stupid trivia actually that could have led right into it, but you know. Go with it. No, I yeah, like what's the trivia? opening better. <laughs> um, no, the, triv the trivia is uh, actually when I did the, the deep dive into Old High German to look for appropriate names for my character. Um, mm -hmm. Holder was the first one that I saw that was um, that was one that I could actually pronounce, but it was but there's evidence to suggest that actually um, it's another name for the witch Pector, which I thought was just very very funny and also really annoying. But that's like the one thing that I was just like, hey, this will do. Oh, <laughs> no, that's just funny. Keep 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 it. I mean, it's too, it's too it, late. It, it's too late either way. But <laughs> we're not gonna go back and, and just put a pasted recording of a new name over every time we said hold. No, no, you should. Like every time we say holder, it's just like replace it with car park. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do that edit. I, I didn't. Know, I didn't so have bad. enough time. But um, I do want to go back. Um, I shouldn't put this out there. I shouldn't say this in a public forum. Uh, where they'll hear this, but I do want to go back and remaster the old ones with the new stuff, the new setup I have for everyone's voices and stuff. Hmm. Um, and when I get to that one, um, j that's the only change I'll do to it is car, is car park. park because that's that's the one where I actually got <laughs> the editing I think down right as far as audio stuff goes. 
But mm. because I did so much stuff on the audio side, I completely forgot that was going to be a joke until later. <laughs> until I was uploading <laughs> it, and I was like, "Oh boy, I don't have time to go through and do that." <laughs> so we do a remastered version of this. <laughs> I'll for sure do it. So we are in Rigatoni's house. What are you doing? Siggy. I'm just going to let the silence sit there so everybody knows that joke did not land. I'm going to edit it out. <laughs> coward. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute coward. And now you have to leave it in because the response was funnier than your joke. No. I still don't know what wow. was really the joke that he said. Uh, yeah, no. It relied on me forgetting that you're character's name isn't Riggy, but is Siggy. Leave Stardust alone and let's move on. Okay. Thank you. So we're at your house. What are you doing? I think, um... <laughs> we're we're purifying the food. Well, Hold is purifying the food. I'm sitting in awe at magic and sadness that I don't have it. What's going through your mind right now? Being back at the house it completely empty. I worry that my family's not returned. My parents did say it was possible they'd be back in time, but they aren't still, and I don't quite understand what they're saying that is wrong with the house because everything looks fine. Holda's, you know, showed up and helped the food out so i don't know what else could be wrong with the house that they would need to send both their kids away from it and leave themselves um and it makes me feel like i'm i can't trust them but i should because they clearly know something i don't okay and so you cast this magic holda mm-hmm and the mold is removed from the food. The parts that the mold had covered and started to eat away at are taken out as well, but the food is now purified. I'm going to put hands on my hips and uh, get onto my toes to just sort of like squint at it to get a closer look. And... uh I'll turn back to to Siggy, just... It's gonna have to be good enough. And look out the window. We should go back. It's get dark soon. You think you can find the way? I eat all my carrots. I can see in the dark. I don't know if Germany had carrots back then, but we're gonna say that they did. I don't know if that's a crop native to Europe or Germany. Like I don't know crop history. I looked into, na- I looked into names, not into farming, okay? Right? <laughs> <laughs> Did they have carrots? Was that what they ate back then? They had I uh, carrots or the, or the high vitamin A equivalent, okay? Okay. So you start to make your way back? 
the sun is red. It is getting cold even through your layers. Um, go ahead and roll me survival. Holda or both of us? Uh, both of you. And so you start to make your way back to Holda's place. Um, There's a few times where you lose your footing and fall and you feel your joints starting to stiffen up in the cold And as it starts to get darker and darker, um, it becomes harder for you to see. And uh, so you you start to slow down the pace a bit, but um, you start to make your way back. Um, The sun has set, but um, hold it. You are fairly confident in your ability from where you're at currently to find your way home. You're not too far off. And as you make your way home, you hear um, a voice calling out, Holda! Holda! What? And when you say that back, um, someone starts, uh, like, they are doing their best to get to you. And you see your sister there um, as she she gets up to you and grabs onto you. And she's like, oh, my God, are you okay? Is everything fine? And um, without an investigation check, you can see that uh, she came out kind of patchwork, worried about you. She has... Um, frostbite Um, parts of her face are blackened with frostbite as she's been out looking for you cut my hands and I'll make and I'll make the little flame and sort of hold it hold it up to her without saying anything and just do like the the bottom lips stick out like I'm gonna cry um, in the way six-year-olds do when it's just like oh I'm in trouble but you look awful, and I need to take care of you, and let's get you home now. She's just, like, brushing your hair, and, and like, um, she's about to pull you into a full hug when, when, when you produce that flame, and she knows better. She remembers the goats, and um, she's like, let's, let's get home. And, and uh, starts to pull you along um, as she holds your hand. Um, she's gripping it in a weird boxy way. It feels like she's trying, but there's not as much pressure as you thought there would be. And as you look down at it, you see like her hands almost entirely frostbitten and she like clearly doesn't have control of it as much as she would like in the cold here. She's not wearing any gloves, anything
hate being level one. Um, <laughs> and you make it back to the house. Um, the fire's starting to go down, so she quickly like tries her best to um, grab stuff to toss into there and and cast some magic to to light it up. Um, but like she keeps dropping things uh, as she rushes to do this. Um, when when she drops the first thing, I'll go over to her and just like push her to sit on her butt and take over take over doing it. Okay. And light the fire. Um. You know, like clearly know how. Right. But yeah. And six year old isn't good. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, you go. No, no, you go ahead. <laughs> um, Siggy's gonna see that and help by going to the shillelagh broom and snapping off the extra twigs and branches that had thrown out of it to throw into the fire. Good call. Uh, once once Siggy starts taking taking that over, I'm gonna, um. Yeah, I'm gonna sort of crouch down in front of um, Stella and put my hands on her and do my best. I'm gonna cast cure wounds. All I right. I don't have proficiency in medicine, so I can't even ask. Hey, do I know how bad this is? So I'm just gonna do my best. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead and roll me the hit points on that. Okay, that's uh, eight hit points. All right. That does How does mean this we... <laughs> work in this context? Um, hmm. Yeah, so it starts to turn from the blackened it was to the white and and red that um you know accompany accompanies uh frostburn um pretty intense but not uh it looks like she's not gonna lose her hand like she was going to maybe will the witch see this You you asked that in character? Yeah. Okay, just, just clarifying. Um, when you say that, she uh, instantly whips over to her unfinished weaving and bursts into tears. I'm going to scuttle over to the weaving and start doing my best because it's just like, oh, I broke it, now I need to fix it. Before you do that, give me a perception check, everybody. Cool. 23. Seven. Hold it. Uh, actually. Well, you two are definitely related. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, hold it. You hear it first. Um, the wind picks up 
the snow's falling. And in the distance, you hear a jingling sound, like bells. Mistilla hears it next, and she looks at you. And she sends you. She she turns and looks at both of you and says, "Um, we don't we don't have enough. We don't have enough time. Um, uh, help 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 me cook some food, just porridge." As she tries to get the stuff together to cook your meals. Siggy will help with that in any way she can. I'm I'm going to sit and carry on trying to finish the weaving because that's literally the main part of the story that I would have remembered. Um, yeah, you continue with that. And they, uh, she starts to cook up the food. Um, she makes an abundance with you, Siggy. And she pulls, as, as the porridge finishes and she pours you each, um, your amount and leaves some left over in the pot. Um, she pulls you aside uh, from the weaving, uh, Holda, and and says, "Now, after we eat, you're gonna go into our parents' room and you're gonna hide, okay? And you have to, you have to promise me you'll stay there." No. I know Please. what she does. Everything would be finished if it, it was my fault. We don't both need you. You're you're young. I understand you don't necessarily fully comprehend dying but we don't both need to die as she starts brushing your cheek please don't argue with me hands on hips and it's just that's what I'm best at And again, the lip comes out, there's the lower lip wobble, eyes, like, fill with tears. Let's eat. And she pulls you to the dinner table. 
she turns to you, uh, Siggy, and says, you're going to need to hide in our parents' room. No matter what, okay? Why can't you hide with us? There's no one home at my house for the witch to talk to. Why can't there be no one home at this house for someone to talk to? I mean, we could try, but they always know. If somebody's home. And she goes back to eating and she's, she cries while she eats. She, she knows at least for her, there's not a way out of this. I'm ignoring the porridge and I'm going to be sitting stubbornly trying to weave as fast as my little hands will uh, will go. All right. Uh... Go, uh, I mean, you can roll me whatever that check would be for, for, for your weaver's tools proficiency. Um, that'll be a d20 plus proficiency bonus. Uh, do I add anything else to that? I guess it'd be dexterity. Okay. That, that makes sense. So d20 plus. I'll just roll it like a, a deck save then so I don't have to do the maths in my head. Yeah. Yeah. Is there any way that Siggy can help with the weaving or is it kind of a one-person loom situation? It is kind of like a one-person situation on that. Would you roll? Not 20. I need, I need I need new dice. Like this feels unfair. <laughs> Should I roll it with disadvantage? Because like I'm rolling is, to see how much nonsense. was left. Because so so what I'm taking into account is she was hovering over you while doing your chores. Mm-hmm. So distracted then, and then when you guys left, she didn't get any of it done. Like she got maybe 15 minutes into it, 20 minutes into it. And then she was out searching for you guys. So if theoretically we're only outside with the goats, literally next to the house, like why would she have come out after 15 minutes if it's not due to get dark for like an hour? Well, because it wasn't due to get dark for in less than an hour. And that was when it started to get red outside. So that's the time to call you guys in. Okay. When you guys left, there was about 40 minutes and that's a guesstimate. Hmm. And it's not like they have, it's not like they have accurate timekeeping. It's like, oh, I see that the sun's starting to set. I'm going to run outside to grab them. And you weren't there. 
So from the point of time that you, the sun started to set, she was outside looking for you guys. Yeah, no, no, that, that makes sense. It just, I need to know how old my older sister is before I just call her an idiot. Essentially, like. Probably, uh, let's say 12. If she's popping outside to grab us because the sun's just setting, like her running outside with no outerwear on strikes me. She had some, but she was in a hurry. So she, if if you want to know how this went down in my mind, she saw us getting dark outside or like the sun started to set. She uh, ran outside, just poked her head outside to yell, right? Like nothing on really like just regular clothes. Uh, you didn't respond. So she went out to the goats, um, after getting dressed up pretty quickly because she thought it was just going to be like a quick, Oh, put this on, grab them and go back inside. When you guys weren't there, that's when she took off. So she poked her head out, yelled, didn't get a response, put on clothes to go grab you. Okay. But so she thought did, it was so only going to have- be for like, Okay, she did have stuff on because the way it sounded like when you described it, it sounded like she literally just left the house. And I was like, That's oh, no, she had some standards. of it, but like she, she didn't bother putting on gloves because she thought, oh, I'm just going to my backyard. She didn't bother, you know, fully wrapping up because she thought, oh, I'm just going to my backyard. She put on the regular stuff to be like, uh, you know, I don't want to be too cold. And then stepped out and then saw you guys were gone. And then the panic took over from there. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, that that makes more sense. It literally, I wanted to clarify because it was just like I've already misunderstood a lot. I need to know, like, <laughs> why was she out half naked? This half naked child running around. No, in the no, dark. she 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 had like it, it would be the equivalent of like if if I bundled up in like the jacket, like like had like the jacket and the inner layer and stuff, but um, I didn't bother to put on gloves because I'm like I'm just I'm just step I'm just running out to my car. I'm not going to yeah, put no, on that, gloves to run out yeah, to my that car. Makes, that I'll put on a sense. coat to run out to my car. But, yeah. yeah. So. Um, yeah, let's see. So how much did she have left to do? Um, would your nat 20 finish it? I mean, uh, I mean, it's a nat 20, but it's not magic. It can't make the unfeasible suddenly feasible. I'm yeah, trying to be I feel... fair. <laughs> Thank you. Like, I didn't want to make your nat 20 not matter, is the thing. But well, it feel, does seem like, like it's get, kind of... I feel like I could get close to finishing, but it's still not quite. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's definitely where I'd view it. And... The bells get closer. Siggy, you can hear them now. And Mistilla looks to you, Holda, and says, Please. It's, it's okay. Just. And, and she, uh, she starts to uh, usher you definitely, uh, uh, Siggy. Um, 
in, into the bedroom. I'm what gonna, are you going to do, Holder? I'm going to stay there and I'm going to sit here until this weaving is done. Like, All right. Yeah, it's... I picked a toxic person personality trait. I have to see it through. I can't just be like, oh, big sister said so. Well, we should hide. I don't think it'll... I think it's too late. It wasn't too late when we went to your house to fix the food. It's not going to be too late to finish it now. If they see us working on it, look, it's only this little bit left. There's a knock on the door. Intrusive thought. Siggy. She's here. Alright, please roll me a stealth check. Uh, 21. Alright. There you go. Um, as you hide, Holda runs over to you. Or Holda, no. Mistilla runs over to you, Holda. There we go. Um, holds on to you. Holds your hand. And walks you to the dinner table. I sort of drag the, we the weaving with my other hand. I'm not letting go. <laughs> you hear stomping on the roof. And the door opens. You see a woman, if you could call her that, all bone and sagging flesh. Um strands and tangles of hair falling in front of her just clad in a robe as snow is billowing in from outside three goatmen accompany her um large squat just very dense as they make their way inside and immediately the goat men start wandering around prying at the floorboards um checking uh the walls pounding against them <laughs> you hear something stomping on the roof and the witch turns and looks at you all and says, Where is my welcome? I'm going to pull my hand out of uh, Mistilla's grip and uh, sort of run, run up to her and sort of look over my shoulder like, I don't know what I'm doing, and sort of bow, and uh, I say, Welcome, Auntie. Please, come on in and take a seat. The fire's nice and warm. And then look over at Mistilla like, what do we do? <laughs> I 
Nastilla, as, as you tear away from her and she leaves her hand reaching out and you run up and say, uh, welcome auntie without looking at you. Um, she just, uh, the, the witch Prukta looks down, traces along your face, pulls out what looks to be some kind of needle. And as she looks at it, just presses it into your eye. I am not your aunt. Um, go ahead and take. Well, that seems low. Now that seems low. You I rolled can't... a one. Oh no, I took one. I rolled a one. So that's going to be six damage. Okay. I can count. Okay. As she presses this needle into your eye. Uh, she turns, looks at the goat man, says, Take the small one. And okay, train they spotter. All she says, begin what? To, oh, uh, take the small one. And the goat men go and run up. Miss Ola says, no, stop, please. Um, but they don't as they drag you outside. I'm debating on who to follow here. I I figure we should follow Holda because I don't think she'll have much more screen time. You are dragged outside. You see the halo moon above you as uh, highlighted by it. You see a creature hard to fully make out um, as you're dragged out and it's stomping on the roof. It turns and looks at you and its tongue unfurls as it droops down to its knees and its face a mixture of goat and human mixed together. And as it looks at you, its eyes facing forward like a predator, but it's irises like that of a goat. It looks at you and starts hobbling its way off of the roof. And the stick that it's using to walk along extends down as it pole vaults off of the roof and lands next to you, the other goatman holding you down. What do you do? I mean, other, as than, it volts other than the down shrieking? Because yes. I just had a needle shoved into my eye. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just the high pitched shrieking and the wailing and just this fear and like all all I could think to do is like, but I fixed the food. I fixed it. 
Is that why you're shrieking out? Yeah. I don't understand why I've been punished. I, you know, it's just like, I, I welcomed her. I don't understand why I've been punished. And it's like, but I did a good thing. They don't understand whatever language the Alps spoke at this period of time. <laughs> um, you're screaming out that you did the right thing as they, the goats are holding you down. To be clear, this is when I wanted to give you the opportunity to take an action to get away or do anything. But if you're not doing that, then that is fine. I'm six years old and I've just been stabbed in the eye. Absolutely. I would like, I would like to try and get away. On the other hand, is it realistic? <laughs> Probably not. I'd be shitting myself and just shrieking and crying. That's fair. And as... This being the stick extending down to pole vault next to you. The tongue unfurling as it wraps the tongue around your throat and begins to tighten. Still not going to do anything except allow your character to die. That's great. Uh, I'm, no, uh, I'm, I'm being held down. I can't cast a spell. That's completely fair. There is nothing uh, I can do. Druid spells aren't just fucking vocal. <laughs> no, I know. And you also don't have vocal available to you either. You're being choked. And yeah, your life is fading as you see this face. It's goat eyes peering down at you. Um, the jaw like that of a goat, but the nose of a human. Cheekbones, one side goat, one side human. And it reaches down to you as you're losing breath and will strike you. For, uh, does a 15 hit your level one piece of shit? Yes, because I'm not going to have my, I'm not going to have a shield on me. No. And as it comes down and strikes, that's going to be eight damage. Mm-hmm. So where are you at? At minus three. All right. Thank you. Um, and then as it rears back to continue to strike. On the same side of the face that the needle is stuck in. This time the fist goes all the way through. Crushing your right side of the face. as it continues to pound and pound at you. 
As you go limp, the other goatmen release you and run back inside and begin to, you would see this part, Siggy. They begin checking the walls, checking the floorboards again. Mistilla seems to have gone into a sort of shock seeing this uh, out the door. And she sits down. And as Prickta walks by and sees the weaving left undone, she says, We must complete the weaving. And takes a small tool. It's hard to see from where you're at hiding. Mistilla doesn't struggle. She's just in shock until it cuts open her stomach. And as she starts screaming, kind of coming back to where she's at, realizing her her innards are starting to spill out uh, and shrieking, she starts to try to run and get away. And then the goatmen go and want, run and grab her and force her into a chair. You can't see the struggling that goes on from there. You do see a part of her gut spills out as she tries to get away, but she's forced back into position and they hold her to her chair. Um, it's hard to see. There's a lot of bodies surrounding, but from the side that you can see on the right side, you do see that one of the goatmen produces a nail and with one sharp strike, deals it into the middle of her forearm, nailing her to the chair. And she begins screaming. Or rather continues to. Perkta pulls up another chair and begins to pull out her innards and use that to complete the weaving that was left undone. Done supernaturally fast. You don't know for sure but having seen animals slaughtered before, it strikes you that Mistilla should be dead by this point. But she's still screaming as her innards are used to complete this weaving. And once it's finished and she cuts off the weaving from her innards, Mistilla goes limp. And then, from your hiding place, Perkta turns and looks at you. She knows you're there. I think I, Siggy immediately starts, like, bursting into tears, and, and the control she was had over her breath to try to stay hidden is slipping, and she's, she's beginning to hyperventilate, and, um... And, and look around the room and see if there's a, a way out, if there's a window that can be broken, if there's anything that can be thrown, any way to, to leave. As you look around, there is a window in this room that you could try to exit from. You're still dressed not fully in 
the out outerwear to be outside, but not fully undressed either. Um, or rather with innerwear. Um, in a similar state that Stella was in when she went out looking looking for you guys. What would you like to do? I think I'll take a couple of shy steps backwards towards the window and meanwhile I'm I'm speaking to the witch and I'm saying, please I I went to hold his house. I did I did what I was told to do. I did what my parents my parents said to do. I I went to where it was warm and there was the house was kept and I, I did what I was told to do. I You are not from here. I don't know how much Discord cuts out. I'm just a fr- I'm just a friend. I'm just their friend. Then you may go back to sleep. And she finishes inspecting the house. And walks out. I think Siggy just vomits. Falls to the floor and just is heaving. And is in her own kind of state of shock. And you remain like that until the following day, I assume. Yeah. Yeah, I think I would have probably fallen asleep in a pile of vomit and tears and and shock. And it's frozen by the time you wake up you're freezing cold the fire's gone out what you wake up to is the sound of screaming and crying as Rustilla and Hulda's parents return back from their night and you didn't see what happened to Hulda but you know she didn't come back in mm-hmm. And they're crying over their daughter and they run in and see their eldest daughter nailed to a chair with her innards spilling out. Begin crying and weeping over that corpse as well. That's what you awake to. I think that trauma of what Siggy has just been through has completely she has no ability right now to try and mend the emotion the emotions of the adults that are are grieving she's just in a state of what's next for me and she moves to put on her warmer clothes and and go to her home and find her family and see if they're okay. And the whole time she's just, tears are falling down her face. When you start to make your way home, it's still dark out. The the parents 
of Holda see you and they grab you and hold on to you and and take you into an embrace but they do continue to break down sobbing and when you say that you want to go home they'll uh one of them will take you. I'm going to roll, see which one, unless you have a preference. Um, their, their dad will take you. Um, and, and he starts to uh, take you back in the dark, but following the trail that they went down. Um, not the trail they went down, the trail you went down earlier. My bad, I misspoke. As you begin to approach the village, you see your house still alight, a flame as it continues to burn and smolder. the embers mixing with the snow that is falling 